Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's your boy, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, August 31st. Final day of the month. You know what September means. Ah, yes, football. It's almost here. Uh, very exciting pod today. We talk about week one in college football with Brock Heward. He calls games, former Washington quarterback, former NFL quarterback as well. Washington Huskies, that is, not Washington Football Club. And, uh, you know, we get excited for that. He's a big Seattle guy, so we dive into the Seahawks. I know I have several friends who are listeners of the pod, and they uh, – I don't know if they're going to love what they hear from Brock Heward about Seattle. But before we get to that, just a quick announcement. Holy cow, Carson Wentz continues to step in it. Oh my God, can this guy ever get anything right? So Carson Wentz coming off his garbage year in Indy, where he just took sack after sack after sack. Uh, Somebody told me a funny joke that um, Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times last year. Oh, no, wait, 51 if you include when Doug Peterson benched his ass. Um, It was just a nightmare for him. And he was a fumble machine. He led the league in interceptions. He was tied for the league lead, actually. And his confidence is shot. He's like Chuck Knobloch when Chuck Chuck Knobloch forgot how to throw from second base to first. Any Yankee fans surely will remember that. it was weird. He just had the yips. And um, I don't know if Carson Wentz has the yips, but my gosh, is that guy afraid to make things happen? Um, like, take the snap, drop, and fire. 
and he just the confidence isn't there. And guess what? Now his offensive line. We talked about it Monday. They lose a left tackle for the season. That was the the backup left tackle to fill in until Eric Fisher comes off the Achilles. Well, they get more news on Monday. Okay, Carson Wentz hits on the COVID list. Center Ryan Kelly also on the COVID list, and receiver Zach Pascal. Now. Apparently, they had a close contact with a Colts staffer who had tested positive. So they got to sit out for five days. Now listen, out five days presumably means this week. I'm assuming, you know, Wentz, who kind of, sort of, is coming off of surgery. You know, kind of a big deal coming off surgery. Now he's got to be sidelined due to COVID. I mean, the COVID reserve list. I'm not saying he has it. By the way, if you're wondering, Carson Wentz has not answered the question if he's vaccinated or not. Take that how you want. But a lot of people, I'm not doing this, are lumping him in the Kirk Cousins, Lamar Jackson grouping. And folks, like, this is just one crappy thing after another for Carson Wentz. It's just off to a very rocky start. Now, I have a buddy who is a huge Colts fan. I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I probably should ask him if I can say this. Um, but he he's a big-time Colts fan. And he said that um, Carson Wentz went and spoke to his company after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Now remember, Wentz did not play in the Super Bowl. That was the Nick Foles show. And Carson Wentz, very, very religious, had a colossal ego that comes from someone who believes they live so righteously, they are somehow special and above others. Now I will step in and say, this guy who sent me this text, super nice guy, normal dude, you'd hang out and have beers with him. He's not a jerk. Um, I don't know if he's religious. Uh, I know. Obviously, I am. Um, but we're not going to bring religion into this podcast. Um, but I, I do know the type for sure. Um, and bottom line is that, you know, he thought Wentz came off kind of smug. And, you know, frankly, if you looked at the Colts last year, they kind of rallied around Jalen Hurts because Wentz had turned off a lot of guys in that locker room. He really had. He had a couple core people, but remember, there was all these like little stories behind the scenes about Carson Wentz and ego, and then him and the coach went at it, and then he had like no allies. You know, when you're going down, you want your friends to be there for you, and if they're not there for you, could be that it's you or you need new friends. But in Carson Wentz's case, it looks like it's both because he's now an indie. And listen, first impressions are everything. Hey, Carson, oh, surgery on the foot, okay, and now the COVID reserve list. All right, got it. Like the pressure is on. Like. Seattle is, what, uh, 12 days away? Like, it's rapidly approaching the season opener. Will he start? I don't know. Will it be Jacob Eason? We'll see. But, um, my goodness, this is just a staggering development for uh, the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz, who continues to struggle to get out of his own way. Other than that, not a lot happening in sports on Monday. Um, So, without further ado, let's get to our interview today. Brock Heward. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy who calls college football games, calls NFL games, was a superstar 
in college football, was drafted in the NFL. I mean, basically, if you want to talk football, pigskin at all with him, you need to talk to Brock Heward. Brock, how are you, man? I'm doing great, man. Fun to be a part yeah. of the Straight Fire podcast for yeah, the first hey, thanks time. Thanks for taking the time. I mean, yeah. listen, I heard, heard the uh, the call. You were on the Nebraska game over the weekend, and uh, oh boy, Brock, uh, you know, these are tough times for Scotty Frost. Uh, everybody thought like, oh, natural fit, Nebraska guy going home. The prodigal son returns, and I mean, you look at the record, and you're like, year four. I don't, I don't know, man. I feel a little bad for Frost. This would be one, Jason, that of all of my takes over the years, I know they do those freezing cold takes. I think there's a, <laughs> I think there's a website or a Twitter follow or something like that. If you were to go back four plus years when he was hired, this would be a freezing cold take for me because I was very much, if anybody was going to do it, or if you could buy stock like a company in any, in any coach coming into a circumstance, this is one that I would have bought. It's big 10 West. Uh, number one, he's not, it's not Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state, right? This is the big 10 West. It's Wisconsin and Iowa, certainly some, some really quality programs, but nothing there from a recruiting standpoint that should be fearful or that you can't compete with. Number two, this guy knows everything about this program, knows where all the bodies are buried, won national titles there, is beloved there, as you said, the chosen son come home. And number three, he had everything on a resume that you could possibly want, everything. He coached college NFL. He, he played for Parcells, right? He played in, in, in for Tom Osborne. He coached under Chip Kelly. Heck, he won a national title, 13-0, and 0, crowned himself at UCF. Yeah. And beat yeah. Auburn in that Peach Bowl that I got to call. So, yeah, this this is a this is a stunning one that there's probably six or seven tentacles that we could get into it as to why. But but bottom line is there's a huge amount of expectation, mm -hmm. and when you make the kind of mistakes that his teams have made over these four years, five and thirteen in one possession games. Oof. Five and 13 in one possession games that tells you that yeah. they can't get over the hump. They don't believe within enough and that the weight of those expectations is just burdening decision-making burdening playmaking and just causing catastrophic a word they used a lot catastrophic mistakes at all the wrong times. I mean, you want to give the guy a chance. He's by all accounts, a great human being. He's always done the right thing. As you said, you know, and maybe you toss out last year's COVID year, but, you know, I don't know, Brock, this isn't Florida where you dump a coach after two years if he stinks or he's not delivering. Like, this is Nebraska. Like, should we set realistic expectations? You know, should we give him more time to let it bake and get through maybe more than one full recruiting cycle? There was a great column that I read Sunday morning. Uh, one of the local guys there in Lincoln, a really good writer. And forgive me for not remembering his name, but he, but he made the same point that, a little bit of what you just asking there and others are saying in college football, if not Scott Frost, no, then who? And I know that's been written about with Jim Harbaugh. That's been written about with Scott Frost. I don't like to write that, especially in that locale where he is the chosen son, where he was the national champion, where he was everything that I talked about, but honest to goodness, if not Scott Frost, then who? Yeah. And, and, and I, from, from every side of that, Jason, because the way that I've learned these coaches in 15 years of being on the road, you know how they think? Brett Bielema thinks this way. Illinois will work because Ron Zook made it work and Ron Turner made it work, and you can win there. And there's enough there that we can win seven, eight games and, and maybe an occasional, like Kirk Ferentz has done in Iowa, an occasional run with a really special group because it's been done there in the past. 
It's not been done since Tom Osborne. And coaches look at that and go, if Scott can't do it with that resume, with that background, with his coaching acumen, if he can't do it, then what makes me (laughs) think that I can do it and go into that locale? And that's a pretty dangerous scenario to be in. Some outsider is going to come in and turn it around instantly. Sure. We'll get to the NFL in a minute, but there's a monster college football weekend, Brock. I mean, the games are ridiculous. You know, I I don't know. Obviously, Georgia Clemson is is the marquee matchup, but I am curious, where are you on Alabama, Miami? Like, what's your interest level in that? I know people want to talk up Miami, but we've seen this pretty much every year. Okay, Alabama, even though they lost 17 coaches to the NFL (laughs) and 74 guys to the first three rounds or whatever, they're still going to destroy Miami here, correct? Well, 18 and a half points. The guys in Vegas think so. And, and by <laughs> the way, at lines. Can, can I, I love it. Announcers who look at gambling. Absolutely. Can, can, yes, can, my kind of guy. Seriously. Can I just say, and I didn't, I I'll look at the line. That's all. I'm not, uh, I, I don't even understand the rest of it um, at all. I kind of, kind of get the game total. How, how did they do that in, in, in champagne 52 and a half. It was 30 yeah, to 22 is the guy yeah. lined up for a PAT in which I know he missed one earlier in the game. He didn't miss one all of last year. How yeah. did they do that? Well, you know, they built casinos in the desert uh, and they are really yes. nice. It's a nice setup. Uh, so they kind of know what they're doing. I will say the uh, I, I already bet we had a guest last week who really talked up the Alabama uh, Miami under under 62. It's come down from like 64 because let's be realistic, Alabama's defense returns a lot. Yes. And, you know, you remember Michigan went up against them early. I think someone else did. It's always like 49 nothing. USC did, got absolutely USC, destroyed right. yeah, yeah, and yeah, humiliated. Yeah. And, and it beat them up, frankly, for the rest of the season. And that, if you're a Miami fan, is like the biggest concern. Manny Diaz doing a good job. De'Aaron King, if healthy off of his knee, is a nice player. Red Lashley, the OC, is innovative, right? They, they showed some, some peaks and valleys last year. But all in all, it was a pretty positive step. What you can't have is not only a throttling, but a physical beatdown where you lose people. And that's what's happened to USC. That's what's happened to Michigan. That's what's happened in this game over the years is Alabama beats you up, not on the scoreboard, not even emotionally, but physically. Now that is where you would hope for Miami and where they are and expectations that it wouldn't be that quite a bad a beating, but 18 plus is what Vegas thinks. And I, I, yeah, I think it could start a little slow. I think Miami oh, could. Right. I think Miami could keep it kind of interesting in that first half. I, I do. I. I don't think they'll just get raced and, and run off of the field. I think there's some pride there. There's a little bit of swagger there. There's some athleticism, some size at the line of scrimmage. Bryce Young's making his first start. Um, yeah. You know, he's not the biggest guy in the world. Sometimes he's got to see things before. He fires the trigger like a lot of A, young quarterbacks and B, short quarterbacks. They want to see it before they throw it. So will he play with the anticipation of Mac Jones, a first-year starter? Uh, No, because he had three years underneath his belt watching the best do it. Is there a new offensive coordinator with a new voice in his ear? Yes. You know, are there, is there enough newness, eight new starters on offense for Bama? Yes. So I think for college football's sake, you hope that that thing remains interesting into the second half, but ultimately, yeah. Alabama is just really, really deep. What do you are you on a game this weekend? Um, I am. I got uh, another good one of the SEC versus the Pac-12. So LSU making the trip Ooh, out to Pasadena. Spicy. Yeah, that's a nut. Now that's interesting because a lot of people are really on UCLA in this one. They don't love the LSU team. I know LSU's had a rough week with uh, the hurricane down there. Um, the LSU's only favored by three and a half. Correct. Um, I don't know. I, I did not watch a lot of UCLA Hawaii. Were you impressed or 
I was very, I tried to go in Jason last night, totally unbiased to the tape. So Sundays I try to, we got a couple kids Sunday nights, like a homework night at the table. Now that school started, <laughs> right. My wife does interior design. We have like, okay, before dinner, after dinner, some just set time at the table. And it gives me a chance to pull out the iPad and, and watch a uh, tape. And I was, I just tried to be like totally unbiased. Let me just go into this. I don't want to watch a TV copy. I don't want to read commentary. I'm not going to read articles. Was this more about how bad Hawaii is or more about, wow, UCLA is different? And I would say UCLA is different defensively and Hawaii is really atrocious on defense. So the UCLA <laughs> offense and Charbonnet running through them and over them and around them for 17 yards of carry, that won't happen Saturday night in Pasadena. But UCLA's defense, man, they uh, they got a new uh, assistant in there. Norwood is a passing game coordinator, came from Navy, other spots has these dudes playing hard and they are funky too. They're a fun study for me. Sometimes it gets a little boring uh, in college because you'll get just like four or three quarters, right? There's just not as much innovation at times in the college game defensively as there is the NFL game, but not them. They, they are everywhere and anywhere. They don't run the same thing twice. Uh, LSU as a young quarterback, Max Johnson, Brad son, the old uh, Super Bowl winning yeah. quarterback, Started a couple games the end of last year. Lefty, still, you know, this not a lot of starts under his belt. Some new people at receiver, new running backs. Like it's there's going to be newness there, and they were pretty they were pretty feisty on defense, which is not something the powder blue normally is. So uh, they were really good are, on are that. Are you side. calling that? Are you calling the UCLA Bruins soft, Brock? No, nope, uh... I'm saying in, in in the past they've not always been the most yes. violent <laughs> physical team, Jason. <laughs> powder blue. Yes, I think that's well. Uh, that, you know, that leads to a good question. Um, you're a West Coast guy, right? Grew up in Seattle. I only moved to the West Coast five years ago with the family from Pennsylvania. We, uh, I'm a Northern Virginia guy born in New York. And there is this stigma that the West Coast has softer football players. Uh, that's been out there forever. Not breaking new ground here. Uh, where, how, where do you come in on that being a West Coast guy? Yeah, I wouldn't say softer. They just don't have the size, right? Oh. So you, you take a... And I remember this vividly. Uh, one time I was out, you do these media days, right? In college football yeah. and you travel to the media days. And this year I got to go to the big 12, big 10. You see those guys, you see players. Uh, a couple of years ago, the folks at ESPN, when I was working there said, Hey, we'd really like you guys to go out to the American conference media days. It's out on the coast. Uh, gosh, Providence, Rhode Island. I believe there was lobster, um, small lobster. I thought they'd be big lobsters. They were little small lobsters. <laughs> And I remember at that media day, looking at those players and going, sheesh, you just see the difference. Like the SEC, Big Ten linebacker is 6'2", 6'3", 230. The American Conference linebacker is 5'11", 6'2", 205. Right? The D lineman in the SEC, Big Ten, whatever, are, you know, 320 pounds. The D lineman in the American are 280 pounds, right? Pac-12 yeah. is kind of right in between there. And they don't, especially at the point of attack, like UCLA's group, I watched them last night, like that center, the left guard or 290, 295. And you're, oh you're going up against 335 pound war daddies. Yeah. So it's not yeah. that they're soft. It is just simply a mass 
right? It's the old Einstein, right? Uh, and I shouldn't say that because I don't know the theory, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that quotient about speed and mass and force. Yeah. Is that E equals MC squared? There you go. The and there's, yes, okay. there's a lot more of it. Uh, <laughs> and that force is a lot heavier and yeah. a lot thumpier and a lot stronger when it is bigger dudes running at the rate that they can run, especially mm. in that conference. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, so we'll wrap up college football with Georgia-Clemson, obviously a marquee matchup. Now, it's weird because the game totally doesn't mean a lot in the grand scheme of things because Georgia can still obviously get to the SEC championship game, uh, and Clemson's going to still roll to the ACC title game. But are these two legit title contenders, or do you still have like Alabama cut above and and, and Oklahoma up there and Ohio State as well? No, I think they're they're right there. And, you know, I was chatting with my new colleague, Chris Peterson. How about that? Oh, yeah. The Bill Belichick of college football has come to the other side, and I've messed with him about that too. Like, you were terrible. You were terrible with the media as a as a coach, and he's like, took my notes from Belichick, wanted to say nothing. Well, wait, wait, was he terrible or just didn't say much? He just didn't want Belichick can be like a jerk. Yeah, no, he just didn't want any part of it. Yeah. He just does not did not like yeah. it, didn't see the advantage of it, didn't want any, did not want really any piece of it. Um, but now he is so excited to to talk football, and he's been away from it for a couple of years. He's thrilled to do it, you know, and he said to me, "Gosh, I really think this is going to be a year of some curveballs." I think if there was any year to have some upsets, a little bit of chaos, mm. curveballs, because of last year's wonkiness, because you don't really know teams, you, you know, you don't see behind the scenes how much growth and development was actually made in some of these places. Um, you you could be totally like falsified evidence from a season ago because it was so strange, so difficult in those places. And you know what? Heck, last weekend was the first little indicator of that. Nobody saw UCLA just 41-3 in the start of the third quarter against Hawaii. Illinois was a seven-point dog. They were up 30-9. to If Martinez doesn't get out for a 75-yard run, they may win that game by two or three touchdowns. So I hope for college football's sake that there is some turnover. I hope there is a little bit of chaos. I hope on Monday we're sitting here going – Wow, I didn't necessarily see that coming. Oh, yeah. this is super healthy for college football. But Clemson and Georgia, their rosters, no, they are absolutely, you know, top six, top seven roster in all of college football. And I don't think there's much debate about that. Uh, all right, let's move to the NFL. Well, listen, I, I I probably haven't said a lot of kind things about the Seattle Seahawks recently. They they stole my guy Jamal Adams, but I did not want Jamal Adams to stay in New York. He wanted all the money. Uh, Brock, the way I, I look at Adams is like great in the box, like yep. a transformative safety. But I mean, the, the coverage stats were awful last year. You know, you talk to a lot of front office guys, you interview people all the time. It seems a little crazy that Seattle gave him all the money. And safety. Jason, they had to, and I don't even think this was, we we're talking earlier about Alabama, Miami, physically, emotionally, you know, uh, just bottom line points, just, 
when it comes to Seattle, I think what people maybe, because I was super, super close to it for so long is you don't realize they are paying a premium for him. They're paying him what they're paying him because they need his edge. Once, mm. once that LOB walked out and unfortunately Cam's career shortened, unfortunately it blew up with Earl in the end, uh, you know, Richard's body gotten beat up. And once that door closed, they didn't have any juice, man. Yeah. There was no edge. They tried to draft it, tried to develop it. Frank Clark was his own kind of juice. Bobby Wagner is just, <laughs> Bobby's not that guy. That's just, you know, he's a hall of famer, but that's not his. Yeah. And Pete bounces around on that sideline. And, you know, his favorite teams growing up were the Oakland Raiders of the seventies. He wants colorful guys. He wants animated guys. He wants energy and juice. Like he, he wants that. And they didn't have it. Didn't have any of it. Is he limited as a coverage guy? Yes. He's incredibly physical. Does he love football? A hundred percent. I think they're paying him the highest paid safety rate because they need that juice. And you saw when he came onto the scene, the second half of last year with Carlos Dunlap and some additions, they went from the worst defense historically, statistically in the history of the NFL through eight games to one of the top defenses, the second eight. And I'm going to say the energizer bunny, the juice that is Jamal Adams is a big part of that. Interesting. Now on the offensive side, I kind of, listen, uh, Schottenheimer is what he was, right? Uh, just an old school guy from his dad. But I like how the Rams would crush Seattle offensively. They've dominated. I think they've won oh, yeah. six of eight. So what did Pete Carroll do? Hey, give, give me your passing game coordinator. Let's bring him in to let Russ cook. I, I feel like that's an underplayed move. Like, you know, a new offensive coordinator, hopefully they're not going to just run three yards in a cloud of dust with Carson this year. Yeah, I don't think they will, Jason. There's going to be a learning curve, though. It kind of oh. reminds me of the last time this kind of marriage happens, this pairing, and that was Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. Coming out of this kind of system, Aaron Rodgers had been in his system for a long, even longer than Russell. Uh, but Russ has been very, very competent for nine years. Same language from Bevel to Schottenheimer. They didn't change much, right? So same language, everything else. This is this is new nomenclature. This is new verbiage. This is a whole new offense. Uh, doing NFL last year, I remember Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers saying before the first game, "Your number one was okay. This is some of Aaron's language. This is some of what Aaron likes. This is some of what Matt wants. Some of what Matt's language." But it was never the Green Bay system, right? It was those two worlds just kind of blending. And you know, I, I think there's going to be some of that. Russell is not Aaron Rodgers. He's not as opinionated. Uh, he carries himself differently and all of that stuff. But he knows ball for nine ways, one way. So does Pete Carroll, by the way, in Seattle. Shane Waldron's never called plays, right? He's never done that. This, other than his time at BBNN, the private school up in the Northeast. <laughs> is that real? Yes. I didn't yeah. Know there was a school. Yep. Yeah, uh, I would know. I should know it. My co host, Mike Salk, that's where he went to school. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, a very elite academic school. Oh, certainly. No yes. Doubt. But one year calling plays there, very different than calling actual plays in and, a and, game. Yeah. Do you know Waldron at all? Because like, it could be tough going in there with, you know, like you said, Lafleur going into with Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, bro, what are you going to tell Aaron Rodgers? Like, what's he going to tell Russell Wilson? Yes. And I think one of the other differences and make it even, you know, if you want to paint this narrative and some more of the challenges sprint up the learning curve, A, the division they're in is just absolutely yeah. brutal and loaded defensively. But B, Matt Lafleur is the head coach. So Matt Lafleur still had all of the power. Shane Waldron has a yeah. very um, dominant head coach, a very defensive-minded dominant head coach. 
a very loud defensive-minded, uh, loud head coach who even in the playoff game last year totally butchered a third, fourth down. What do we want to do? He got into the ear of Schottenheimer. You know, just like he's going to be in his ear. He's going to want some of the things that he's going to want. He's going to manage the game in ways that Sean McVay didn't. Very aggressive. Matt LaFleur didn't. Didn't have to answer to anybody because he's the head guy calling the shots. So, yeah, there's even that layer to, to watch transform, which, as I said, I think burdens and heavies that sprint up the learning curve that much more too. I don't want to use the word pessimistic, Brock, but that did not sound like an overwhelming positive outlook for uh, the Seahawks. You think they're a playoff team? I think they're a playoff team. I don't, this whole 17 game thing just sucks. Like I just, it, <laughs> it's so easy to say, I think they're a 10 win team, right? Yeah. 10 win, right. But a 10 win team now, 10 and seven, is that going to be good enough? That probably makes playoffs as a wild card. In the NFC probably. Yes. Yeah. Do they win the division? Do they go like last year, 12 and four? So 13 and four, 15, uh, 14 and three. I don't. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers did, did. They went thirteen and three with Lafleur. They did, but again, you said Russ is not Aaron Rodgers, and and, that, you know, and the uh, NFC North was not the NFC that West. Division. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, I want you to rank the teams in the NFC West for me, well, without looking at schedule. Let's go with this: best rosters in the NFC West. San Francisco's got the best roster when healthy. Yes, agreed. So they got the most top end. And, and obviously, you know, if you were to put Russell on the San Francisco 49ers, they would be Super Bowl favorites, right? 16 and one or something. Yeah, yeah I think that I think they would be. So I think that's the best roster. I think the Rams and the Seahawks are, are you know, right there. They're hmm. San Fran's an A. I put those two probably B plus and I put the Cardinals at a B. You know, I, they've they've loaded up on some veteran guys. I don't know how how an A.J. Green or J.J. Watt or even New Hopkins play 17 games. They couldn't play 16 the last few years. And entro yeah. entropy, I do know the law of entropy. Everything decays. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you said the word nomenclature. I just wrote well, that down to look yeah. that up because, uh, Brock, yeah. I mean, you're raising the level of discourse on the podcast. You a lot gotta of love thermodynamics that, and entropy. What was your, were you a double major or something uh, <laughs> at Washington? No. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> Jeez, I need your NFL playbook. But, All right. But I'll uh, be hard-pressed to believe they'll stay totally healthy. They're still pretty active average yeah. on their offensive line um so you know they're but they're not a, a d they're not a c you know yeah. they're they're a b the rams and seahawks are b plus and i think the 49ers are an a i can't argue with any of that all right he is brock Keward. he's calling games all season long i mean geez it sounds like his vocabulary is real strong uh maybe you're helping your kids with uh english in high school well, you got all those got books it. behind you and your little shot i do yeah i read like three smart. of them i'm just trying to sound smart that's <laughs> it all right brock thanks man and uh, we'll talk to you soon sounds great jason thanks Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.